Hello guys, welcome back to World is Crazy Podcast. Remember, you can support this podcast by going to Anchor and hitting the support button. It really helps me to know that you guys are listening and want me to continue my podcast. So today we're going to continue the topic about Rebecca Rayouche who disappeared without a trace in Germany. As you guys know, I already did an episode very recently about Rebecca Rayouche and a lot of you guys were interested. So I wanted to gather a little bit more information that I did not gather in a lot of common uh, German fans who were able to translate certain things for me and go a little deeper into the theories of what could have happened to Rebecca going off again from your comments and some other articles that I found. So for my podcast listeners who have not watched the YouTube video, let's do a very, very quick snippet of who Rebecca is and what this case is about. So Rebecca is a German girl who was 15 years old back. This happened in 2019, so she should be 17 years old now. Rebecca was sleeping over her older sister's house and her older sister is married. So she, to Rebecca, has a brother-in-law and they both have a child together. So on Sunday, February 17th, 2019, Rebecca was sleeping over her sister's house. They were watching TV and they say they went to bed around 11 p.m. Florian, the brother-in-law, comes home at around 5.45 a.m. and he is claimed to have come from a Christmas party. Now, this happened in February, so I don't know why the German uh, articles that I read are saying Christmas party. Maybe it's like a late Christmas or holiday party, or maybe there's a different tradition in Germany. I'm not really sure, but he came back home from a party, and I can't find if he was drunk or if he was on something. I don't have that information, but assuming if he went to a party, um, I'm assuming that he was drinking a little bit at least, or who knows, he could have been doing some party drugs and things like that, but again, that information hasn't been released. Rebecca's sister and their daughter left the house early at around 7 a.m., and this is where things get very sketchy. The router showed that Rebecca was on her phone chatting with her friends and browsing the internet at somewhere around 6.30 a.m. to about 8 a.m. That's where the whole timeline is. And it is also said that Florian was up and using his internet around the same time that Rebecca was up. Articles, Rebecca's mother tried to call Rebecca at 7.15 a.m. and she did not pick up. And she tried to call her back again at 8.25 a.m. and this time it went straight to a voicemail box, which could indicate that her phone turned off shortly somewhere between 7 and 8.25 a.m. Then we have a statement from Rebecca's friend. Apparently, Rebecca sent a selfie, a WhatsApp selfie to a friend somewhere around again 7 to 8 a.m. Now, this was very early. It was way before she had to be in school. I read somewhere that she had to be in school by 9.50 a.m. So this day particular, it seemed like she got up very early. She, they, The friend said that she was fully dressed when she sent this. The friend then sent back a selfie, but this message was not received or delivered. So again, this could mean that Rebecca's phone turned off shortly after. So something had to happen to Rebecca at around um, 6.30 to 8 a.m. And this is where things are missing. Now, Rebecca's mother supposedly called Florian to see if Rebecca was okay. Florian did not answer the first call, but he called back shortly after. He went back downstairs and he claimed that he did not see Rebecca by the time that Rebecca's mother called or they were chatting together. 
Rebecca never came to school that day, which means she had to have gone missing in the morning. So that is a short, very brief of what happened to Rebecca. I remember in the YouTube video, I said that she was a big K-pop fan, and this is one of the reasons why I really, there's something about Rebecca that I just connect to and want to help out so much. And I'm sure she's out there somewhere, if she is alive, she's wanting attention because i know that's been about two years and people have forgotten about this case and that happens a lot with these missing person cases where you know it's on the news and on the media it's hot for a moment and then people just go back to their regular lives and forget about these missing people but let's talk about the other possible things that could have happened to rebecca and the first thing is an intruder came into the house and took rebecca now this theory seems the least possible just because i saw rebecca's sister's house and the brother-in-law and the house is not that big you know if it was like a mansion a big house and he's on the other side of the house maybe he couldn't have heard it but it seemed like the house is small enough if there was an intruder and rebecca was fighting off the brother-in-law definitely would have heard something and i don't think it's likely that a stranger comes into the house and takes everything that rebecca needs such as her pink camera was missing her phone her clothing the rm sweater her van sneakers and her backpack and apparently she also had a big pink bag with her now, an intruder, a stranger would not know to take all these things that specifically belong to Rebecca. And also, Forensic was doing all the testing around their house and they did not find any signs of intrusion. So I doubt that there was any kidnapping inside the house being done. The second most theory was that Rebecca left on her own and while she was going to the bus stop, she was kidnapped. This to me seems like one of the most plausible theories next to the Florian theory. And the reason is because of this day, Rebecca got dressed up very early to go to school. Now, she doesn't have to go to school for the extra two hours that she's been up already. And I feel like, I don't know, it's, I feel like she got up so early that day. It was seen that she was using the internet for somewhere around 6.30 to 8 a.m. So she got up super early and sent her friend a text fully dressed at around 7, between 7 to 8 a.m. So this could indicate that she was trying to leave the house early to do something and there was another theory made by rebecca's mother stating that february 18th was bts j-hope's birthday she also had a purple blanket with her supposedly and this could mean a lot to bts fans because like i said it was j-hope's birthday and maybe she was trying to do something with her purple blanket and i purple you is like a famous thing that's related to bts so maybe she was trying to do kind of event for tiktok videos for instagram something like that i mean you could relate i could relate to her totally because i'm on social media 24 7 and any event that comes up we want to make some good content and I feel like that's what she could have possibly possibly been thinking as well as a BTS K-pop fan. But according to the timelines, again, I might be missing a little bit here and there because of the German translation, but she had to have been kidnapped really fast if she left the house somewhere between 7 to 8 a.m. Again, her mother called her around 7.15 and she didn't pick up. The internet router shows that she was connected to the home internet until 8 a.m. So between 6 to 8, her phone was on. But if she did not pick up her phone at 7.15 a.m., that leaves a very, very short window if she was kidnapped. And unfortunately, when her phone turned off, they cannot track any GPS. That's why they're saying her phone was connected till 8 a.m., which means she most possibly did not leave the house. And this is where Florian's theory comes up. 
Florian was the last person to have seen Rebecca alive or have at least been in the same presence of Rebecca. Florian did claim that he went to sleep right away after he came home, but internet writer shows that he was still up until the same time that Rebecca was up as well. Now, this could be argued as, you know, I mean, you don't really include the time that you're on the phone when you say you're going to sleep. Like if I say I went to sleep at 1 a.m., I don't know exactly what time I actually fell asleep because I was on my phone browsing my TikTok and maybe it was like 20, 30 extra minutes. So maybe he didn't count that part. Anyway, apparently there's evidence that Florian was on the internet watching adult explicit videos in the morning. Um, this led a lot of people to believe that possibly because he could have been drinking or he could have been on things while he was at the party, he came, he was looking at explicit videos and he made a move on his niece what is that what you call it niece this is what most likely police believe happened and a lot of people believe happened now you do have to say this is one of the theories that only matched this time frame of why rebecca's phone turned off and that she did not answer her mother's calls now you also have to remember that florian left the house after 10 a.m to go somewhere near the border of poland poland Florian did not tell the police about this information and this is the sketchy part where a lot of people just just have something their eyes on Florian he did not tell the police that he left the house to go to the somewhere around the border of Poland and not only that day when Rebecca went missing the day after at 10 p.m. Florian went back to this similar location Later, when police found out about this information and confronted Florian about it, he claimed that because he was doing some illegal drug business, he did not tell the police that he left the house or he went somewhere. He believed that he was going to get prosecuted for drug dealing and that was one of his reasons. Now, why he went back to the same location the next day at 10 p.m. is also sketchy. He claims that he went back to the location to look for his wedding ring. Now, like I said, who goes to a dark place at 10 p.m. at night to look for a tiny ring? It's really dark and it's hard to look for. We don't know where he exactly went. Maybe he knew exactly where his wedding ring was, so he went back to the location. But I believe a source I found says that he never even found the ring. And people are saying that maybe he went back to the place to check up possibly his connection to Rebecca and maybe he lost a ring while he had something to do with Rebecca's disappearance. This is just a theory. We're not saying that this is true, but this is what most people and the police believe happened. And this is why there was a mass search somewhere called Lake Walzer and foresty places that was nearby where possibly Florian could have been. But unfortunately, there was no sighting of Rebecca. So no body, nothing that belonged to Rebecca was ever discovered. Now, there is apparently a neighbor that lives nearby that claims to have seen Rebecca that morning. And she says that Rebecca had a blanket with her and that she was in a bad mood when she tried to say hi. I don't know what happened to this piece of information. She said that she went to the police to report it, but the police did not take this seriously. So I don't know if she saw Rebecca that day or someone else, or maybe it was another day that she's kind of getting mixed up with. And let's talk about the family, right? The family believes, strongly believes that Florian did not have anything to do with Rebecca. This brought a lot of attention and a lot of criticism to the family because 
A lot of people and the police believe that Florian is the main suspect, and Florian was arrested twice, but he was released due to lack of evidence. The family says that Florian is a nice, calm guy. They've known him for years now, and they just cannot believe that he had anything to do with her and now i do understand a bit of the family side because you know like i said the family knows their family best and to have the world judge someone that they've never met before it could be very hard on the family as it seems like you're you might be judging the book by its cover but I do have to also say the contradiction part is that usually when these missing cases or murder cases happen, it's 90% of the time they say it's by someone that they know. And a lot of people believe that their family member would never do this, but you never know the person at the end. You could have your best friend turn your back on you after 10, 20 years. You could have your family member turn a back on you. You just never know what people are capable of, even if you have known them for years and you feel like you have known them. And this is the problem with cases that happen within families and people that they know. Like I said, these cases, people who are murdered and kidnapped happen within their small circle of people that they know. There is an article where the sister is saying that they are a team and the police have his cell phone and have interrogated him. He didn't do anything. We all have a very close relationship. So the police does have his cell phone and obviously they would have gone the full length to try to find if Florian had anything to do with it and they just did not have any evidence. So if they did find something sketchy within his phone, I'm sure they were able to find that. Maybe he deleted some things, but I believe forensic evidence, it's pretty strong nowadays. So they could go back in time and see deleted messages as well. So I'm sure they went to as far length that they can to find any evidence and unfortunately there's just not enough right now there are some new updates that the fans have let me know about and it was back in june 2020 where there was a picture of someone that could have looked like rebecca that was surfacing online and rebecca's family said that they cannot confirm if this is her but there was a lot of similarities now this photo was surfacing on adult website adult explicit dating website apparently this girl in the photo, her face is blurred to the public, so we really can't see the similarities, but her parents say that um, it's just someone that kind of looks like Rebecca, that has a longer hair, a bit of a darker hair. There's some similarities, and there are forensic people that are trying to figure this out to see if this is Rebecca, but there has been no updates since June 2020 or been released to the public, so we don't know what the forensic evidence have found, but assuming that it's been over six months, now that maybe this isn't Rebecca now I saw the blurred photos and you know I can't say if it's her or not because it's blurred but I have a feeling it's not her I don't know why I have a feeling it's not her but if it is I hope they could crack down and find her comments were saying that maybe Rebecca could have been sold to sex trafficking and that's totally possible something could have happened to her right in those split seconds the last theory, which I absolutely do not believe in this one, but let's just talk about it, is that people believe that she left to Korea because she was such a big K-pop fan. Now, we all know that this is probably not true at all because she did not take her passport. And if you do try to fly somewhere, you need your passport and you're going to be seen somewhere. And she obviously was not caught on the airport or have her passport and information be scanned anywhere else. So I doubt that she left to Korea. If she's somewhere out there, I really hope that reaching out to K-pop fans, like our K-pop fan base is so big. If we 
we can let everybody know about her, then we can find some clue if she's out there. You know, you have to not forget about these people. And like I said, she just, this case just rubbed me in a really odd way, I think because she was a k-pop fan and because the day she was missing she had a k-pop merch on bts merch i think that just made me really connect to her and want to find out what happened to her thank you so much for listening to world is crazy that is it for today if there's anything remember to go to askcrazy at gmail.com and email me your submissions